Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. Thank you for joining me in what is episode number 10 of this podcast. Real quick, I just wanted to say thank you so much to all of you who have been listening and downloading my podcast. I just did the math out recently and I get about like 15 downloads per episode or something like that. So thank you to all 15 of you who are out there um, listening and downloading. I love and appreciate every single one of you. Um, And I know like on some level, like 15 downloads per episode doesn't really seem like much, especially in the podcast world. But I'm super, super grateful regardless, especially considering that, you know, I'm basically starting all of this up from nothing And I don't really have like a big, you know, online following or like anything crazy like that. Like I'm not famous, but the fact that anyone at all is taking the time to download and listen to these episodes is huge for me. And I super, super appreciate it. I hope you all are enjoying this podcast and I hope everyone's learning because, you know, one of the big reasons I wanted to do this besides the fact that all I do is talk about astrology in my day-to-day life anyway, um, is that I just, I really want to teach and educate people about astrology because it's something that I am super passionate about. So um, hopefully I'm doing my job correctly. Uh, I wanted to kind of take it back a little bit um, with tonight's podcast episode. I think a lot of my episodes have kind of been like a little bit over some of you... (laughs) It's been it's it's a little too much for some of you, especially if you are completely new to astrology. I think I'm kind of stepping a little bit too far forward, if that makes sense. So I figured I would do a quick little simple astrology 101 video or sorry, not video podcast. (laughs) I don't know why video just slipped out of my mouth. So, yeah, I figured I would start with the basics Um, and Honestly, I figured this would be great for anyone who's listening and like honestly just has no clue about astrology. So any of you who just, you know, you've never, you, <sighs> wow, I can't talk today, but what else is new? Um, so just anyone who, you know, maybe you know, like your sun sign, which is the day you were born. Um, this is the episode for you if that's all you know about astrology. So yeah, I'm really excited to start actually getting into some of the fundamentals of astrology. Um, I think one of the biggest things when you're getting into astrology is to simply just learn the traits and characteristics of each of the zodiac signs. That is the most important thing because if you know the signs and you know how they work and you know their quirks and traits and all that, you can apply it to everything else in astrology. So then when I make my next Astrology 101 video, which is probably going to be about the houses, that's going to make a lot more sense to you when I start talking about that, hopefully. I do want to make a full video at some point. Wow, I keep saying video. Although, well, I guess I wasn't wrong that time. But um, I do want to make a video actually at some point whenever I get my YouTube channel up and running to actually show you guys how to kind of read your natal chart. That is going to... I don't want to make a podcast about it because honestly, it's kind of hard to explain it um, that way. But if I make a video, I think it'll make more sense for a lot of you because you can visually see the natal chart and like how it works. So that's going to be something for another time. But don't worry, I will let you guys know when I do that. So yeah, let's get into today's episode. Right off the bat, I just want to apologize if I like if my voice kind of fades out a little bit, not fades out, but just trails off. I am really tired. It's like 1130 at night. I just got out of work at like maybe like two hours ago at this point. (laughs) So I'm going to try to keep like the, you know, the good, happy, like podcast voice energy going. But if I kind of get quiet and trail off, it's literally just because I'm tired. But yeah, so let's get into today's episode topic. If some of you remember all the way back to like my first episode, I talked about how the whole thing that kind of got me into astrology was um, a crush that I had in high school. So it took me a really long time to actually learn all of the traits of the Zodiac because of the fact that I I just wasn't, if I didn't like have a crush on someone at that time, and maybe this is my son in the seventh house coming out, which having your son in the seventh house is very similar to just like being a Libra, FYI, (laughs) which Libras are all about love and relationships and all that. But anyway, so 
yeah, I <laughs> my main motivation for getting into astrology was just I had a lot of crushes and stuff. And so basically the whole way that I learned the traits of the zodiac signs was I would have a crush on someone one week or whatever and I would want to understand them and know stuff about them. So I would learn everything I possibly could about their signs. Scorpio was definitely the first one that like sparked my interest because Scorpios are really complicated and hard to figure out at times. And I think the ones that actually interested me the least but are now some of my more favorite signs are Aquarius and Sagittarius. Those two signs, like for whatever reason, just did not interest me. Same thing with Aries, to be honest. Those were like probably the last three signs I actually started to like look into because I just didn't know a lot of people who had um, that as their sun sign or didn't have like had it in their chart or whatever. So yeah, so I'm going to go right into this. I'm going to be going in order. So that means I'm going to be starting with Aries and ending with Pisces. So I'm going to actually start off before I go into each of the signs. I'm going to start off by explaining a few things. One of those things is that so every sign has a mode and an element. This is really important. This kind of adds like that extra layer of depth to each of the zodiac signs. It's just really good to know like, so for example, like the modes. So the signs can be divvied up by like input into these categories. All of them have an element and a mode. The best way I can put it is the modes are kind of just how it's like at base, like how certain signs kind of like operate like that's just their base way of being um so for modes you have cardinal signs which would be aries libra cancer capricorn and then you have fixed signs which would be scorpio taurus leo and aquarius and then you have mutable signs which the mutable signs are sagittarius and gemini Virgo and Pisces. Also, I want to point out that all of those signs that I just listed in each of the mode categories, those are all opposite signs, um, which is really interesting because so every sign has an opposite sign. And the interesting thing about opposite signs is that they're kind of like two sides of the same coin a lot of the time. And um, in relationships and stuff, these these signs either get along really well or they just don't get along at all. Um, it could go either way. So those are your modes. Um, you also have elements. Elements are also just some, they're not the same as modes because it's not exactly so much as how the signs operate, but it is just a very general way of um, just how the signs act and like what some of their like recurring, some of the recurring themes and their personality traits are, if that makes sense. Um, so like you have earth sign, earth, wow. You have Earth signs, which include um, Virgo, Taurus, and Capricorn. Then you have water signs, which include Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio. Then you have air signs, which would be Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Yes, Aquarius, by the way, is an air sign, not a water sign, even though it is the um, water bearer. And then you have... The fire signs, which consists of Leo, Sagittarius, and Aries. So I'll talk a bit a bit about those more as I go on to kind of explain the signs. Um, also, all the signs are either feminine or masculine. That is another thing I will mention as I go on. Um, these are all, like I said, these are all just important things to know about the signs because it just gives you that extra layer of depth. And that's a really cool thing about astrology is while there are certain traits and characteristics and you know unique things that are associated with all the signs they it does take a little bit of like it, putting your own intuition into it um something i really like to do is kind of i when i do natal chart readings i really like to kind of like meditate on each of the placements um because even though i know a lot about astrology and i can tell you like general not general but i can tell you like the basic traits of all your placements i really like to sit and think of like hmm, like, what would Venus and Gemini really be like? I just, I don't know. I like to take the time to really think about what what insights I have on the different signs. And it's really cool, like, some of the things you can come across when you take that time to just really kind of meditate and, like, think about the different signs and their traits and how they react. Um, it's It's really cool. And I definitely recommend, like, <laughs> I definitely recommend that if you're just getting into astrology, this is going to sound kind of creepy, but you know, definitely keep like a validation journal or something or maybe not a validation journal because 
I don't know if that's the right word, but keep a journal um, and pay attention to people, you know, who have like certain signs like what even if it's just like their sun sign, um, pay attention to those things that you notice that are like, wow, that's a really um, Aries sun trait that they have or whatever. And just like write it down um, or take a mental note if you feel less creepy about it. Um, I know saying like studying people is like that sounds weird. Um, but that is honestly, this, that's how I learned astrology. And I think it's one of the best ways to actually see it in action. Um, so yeah, just like take notes or mental notes, whatever, and just pay attention to how those people act with those signs. And you'll start to notice like the different ways and how the signs, um, traits come out and how they appear and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I also want to add too, like if you know someone who's like an Aries sun, but they act nothing like an Aries, they could have other things going on in their natal chart that kind of color their chart more so that they might not act as like, they might not act like as much of an Aries because maybe they have a lot of cancer in their chart or Gemini or whatever. Um, or maybe they have like a lot of I don't know, maybe they have more air in their chart than fire or whatever. So those are like all little things to keep into account. So don't just, you know, assume like, oh, all astrology is fake because this person doesn't act like an Aries all the time. Um, No, it's not always the case. They just might have other things on their chart that may be um, changing or influencing that. All right. So now that all that stuff is out of the way, let's talk about the sign Aries. So Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Um, it is ruled by the planet Mars. It is a masculine sign. It is a cardinal sign. Um, so having it be a cardinal sign, right? Cardinal signs are like the go-getters of the Zodiac. They are the initiators. They are the, they're so driven. Um, the fixed signs are also driven, but this is a little bit different. Cardinal signs, they are the ones that like, they love to do projects. They love to create. Um, they're creative. And so, like, once they get a goal or a project in mind, they will just start diving in head first, or not head first, sorry, uh, feet first, I guess is what I wanted to say. Um, so, they just jump right in. They get all gung-ho about it. They're like, I'm going to do this. Let's do it. And a lot of the times, like, unless they have fixed signs in their chart to kind of balance it out, um, they may start a lot of things and they may not always finish them. Um, this is super, super frustrating. Um, I personally have a lot of cardinal signs in my chart. So I am like, you know, I'm, I go into all my projects and whether or not I finish them is always like, well, let's see. So yeah, that is the cardinal signs. Aries. So yes. So Aries is a sign. It's a cardinal sign. It is masculine. It is ruled by Mars. All that good stuff. Um, Aries is a very impulsive sign. It's the first sign of the zodiac. Um, it's very, it's one of the more youthful signs because Aries is kind of like the firstborn child in that sense. Um, also its symbol is the ram. Uh, so they're very competitive. They're very athletic. Um, they're a fire sign. So a really big thing with a lot of fire signs is ego. So they really like to be the first, the best. They always like, you know, sometimes these people can be very combative because they're like a soldier, right? They're always ready for a battle. They're always ready to go, which is I said this in another podcast episode, but this is why Aries is able to be so impulsive is like they're always ready. They make quick decisions on the fly. They don't like indecision. Um, they make really great leaders, as do like a lot of the other cardinal signs um, because of this. And they're just really quick. They're very high energy because Mars is a very like high energy planet. They can be very like bold and kind of brash. And they're also very blunt and like a lot of them, because they are so kind of into themselves, I want to say, like they don't really care what other people think about them. They're very independent. Um, and also, like I said before, because they're the first of the Zodiac, they're like the pioneers. They want to do everything first. They want to be the first to do this and that and the other thing, which can make them very like, they're just very interesting people because they do like new and fresh ideas, which is a really big thing that I think a lot of people don't talk about as much with um, the sign Aries. Um, and they're also very creative. Um, that's another thing that I think isn't mentioned too often. They're very creative, very innovative. Also, my cat just decided to crawl on my lap, so I'm sorry if you hear him in the background. <laughs> He's just saying hello. But yeah, so that's Aries. Um, they're just really impulsive, really quick, really combative sometimes on the negative end, but not always. And they're really competitive. They're really competitive and they're playful. 
because they have that youthful essence about them, they can be really fun and silly. And just, you know, they like to play around with people a lot. So yeah, that's the sign Aries. Moving on to the sign Taurus. So Taurus is an earth sign. It is ruled by the planet Venus. It is, its symbol is the bull. It's a, okay, yeah. So Taurus is a feminine sign. Um, and it's also a fixed sign. So think about like, you know, the stubborn bull, right? Taurus is very stubborn. They are really hard. Like they, unless they have other things in their chart influencing it, generally speaking, like they're, they're very hard to like influence, um, or very difficult to like change. And they really don't like change. They're very resistant to change. Um, they really like to keep things a state the same. Uh, they're very stable. They like to stay on their course. Um, because they're an earth sign and earth is usually associated with like material possessions. Um, they really like having nice things, especially being, um, ruled by the planet Venus, which Venus is all about luxury and beauty and, um, you know, just like nice things. And it's also, you know, all about love too. Right. So, uh, Taurus is, it's a sign that's just like, you know, they love nice things. They like to eat good food, which that's always the ongoing joke that Taurus people, they love soft things and they like food, which is certainly true to an extent. Um, I don't know if it's true for all Taurus people, but they they really do. They love to be comfortable. Um, they like to wear comfortable clothes. They don't really, they can be like kind of cheap with certain things because they're an earth sign and that's just kind of an earth sign thing because all earth signs are pretty like uh, material possessions like not obsessed but that's like one of their things right and so with Taurus is like you know they'll be good with their money about certain things because they're very fixed and they like to be financially secure but also they they will splurge on like things that they think they need or just things that they want like they're actually very balanced in that way um I've noticed and they're just very secure and stable and because like Taurus is like the bull or like it can also be associated with the cow um, it's a very mothering, very nurturing um, sign. I always think of Taurus as being like the more grounded version of like Libra and Cancer if you took them and like put them together. Um, it's just very mothering, very nurturing um, and just very sweet. However, like they're very, they're big on like most fixed signs. They're really big on loyalty. So if you do anything to lose their trust or their loyalty or anything like that, or if you hurt them, they will drop you so fast and they won't look back. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone grows and changes and they mature. So, like, there is a chance that they might forgive you somewhere down the line. But um, generally speaking, like, once they're done with you, they're done with you. <laughs> and that's it. Um, they they definitely aren't a sign that, like, forgets. They're very sentimental in that way. They are really nostalgic and they're just kind of, like, warm and fuzzy and I love them. Um, a lot of people in my life actually have Taurus moon as a placement. So um, I have a lot of good things to say about the sign Taurus. So yeah, that's the sign Taurus. Moving on, let's talk about Gemini. So Gemini is an air sign. It is ruled by the planet Mercury. Its symbol is the twins. Um, it is a masculine sign. It is an air sign. And it is a mutable sign. Hey, cat, get off the table. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, sorry about that. My cat is a uh, a little rambunctious today. Anyway, so yeah, Gemini. They're mutable. They are an air sign. All that stuff I was saying before. Um. So Gemini is like because they're like the twins and they're ruled by Mercury. They are very youthful. Like a lot of uh signs, like Virgo is another one ruled by Mercury. For whatever reason, Mercury is just, it gives people a very youthful way about them, similar to um, like Aries even, but Aries is youthful for different reasons, um, I would say. Gemini is just like, they're like the curious little kid. Like think about when you're a little kid and you're, you know, you're in the world and everything's so new and you, you know, I don't know if some of you remember maybe like being a kid and sitting in the car and like asking your parents like a million and one questions and like your parents almost get annoyed because they can't answer all of your questions because your parents aren't like an encyclopedia or whatever. Um, it's kind of like that with Geminis. Like they are the student. I always say Geminis are the students of the Zodiac. They are curious. They ask a lot of questions. They're inquisitive um, and they're fun and they're playful and they, they get a bad rap a lot of the time because, 
you know, there's all these memes and the ongoing joke about how Geminis are terrible because, you know, they're the twins. So they're very two-faced and they're very moody, which is very true. And I think part of that is because Gemini is ruled by Mercury, right? So they're the communicators. Mercury is a planet that's all about communication. And so when you have Mercury in your chart like that, like you're going to be very chatty and very talkative and your mind's going to be very busy. I always think of Gemini as kind of like the more scattered version of Virgo um, because they're an air sign and they don't have that earthly like groundedness that Virgo has. And so Geminis are just like all over the place. And I think part of the reason they're so moody and or why they come off um they don't always come off like they, they they have that bad rap right because they're so like all over the place and like they're moody and they you know say things they don't mean i just think they are constantly getting so much information they have so much going on in their head all the time that they just spit these things out and they don't even think about it or realize it sometimes like I feel like this is definitely a sign that needs to like meditate a lot if they don't already because they are just constantly being bombarded with information. And um, I think like, you know, when you have all these thoughts going on in your head and you have all this information coming to you, it's so overwhelming that it is really hard to stay grounded. Um, like if you're, you know, like air signs are not grounded, like it's air. Air is not on the ground. It's all around us. And that's exactly what Gemini energy is like. It's just it's here, there and everywhere. With that being said, uh, Geminis are also really like they're really great multitaskers because they're so all over the place and they know so much. Um, they're really good at like getting things done and doing them like, you know, uh, you know, just they're really great at doing more than one thing at once. Basically, is what I was trying to say. They're also very witty and clever. They can be known as, known for being like tricksters, like these people like, you know, they probably say a lot of funny things or they have a really sharp tongue or, you know, these are the people that have the quick like comebacks. Um, a lot of Geminis I know are actually really funny. I will say they're they're definitely one of the signs with like a good sense of humor and um, they're just really playful and and they're just like really like I was saying before, they're really good learners because they're a mutable sign. Um, mutable signs are always like kind of shifting and changing. It's totally different from like a fixed sign, whereas like a fixed sign is like you know, everything is very black and white with them. Mutable signs are kind of their opposite of that. Not, I mean, obviously, like if you're a mutable sign and that's your sun sign and you don't agree with that, you might have other things in your chart. Like you might have a lot of fixed placements in your chart, for example. But um, yeah, mutable signs are just, they're very influenced and they're like, they're malleable. They change. They don't fit into a box. Um, they don't see things as black and white. They're much more accepting of like, well, it could be this and it could be that. I would say they're a little bit more open-minded in that way, um, which can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. You know, there's we need balance. So it's it's <laughs> which I'm laughing at the fact that I'm even saying this because I'm a Virgo, which is a mutable sign. But anyways, um, so, yeah, that is my take on Gemini. Let's move on to Cancer. Um, so Cancer is a water sign. It's a cardinal sign. It is I believe it's feminine. Let me I don't know why I'm like second guessing myself on this. Uh, yes. Okay. Cancer is a feminine sign. It is ruled by the moon. So yeah, cancer being ruled by the moon. The moon is always changing. It's always taking on like different phases and cycles. Cancer is very much like this. This is why cancer is like a really moody sign because the moon's always changing. And so is, you know, cancer and their feelings, basically. Um, they can be very up and down with their feelings. Some days they're great and other days they are not so great. Also, being ruled by the moon, like cancer is another one of those really motherly signs in the zodiac because um, the moon is like very feminine energy and it's associated with the mother in a lot of cases. So yeah, they're very moody. They're very nurturing. They really do like they they make like really good moms. They're very family oriented and they like they really like domestic things. So like they like being at home. They like being with their pets or their kids or their family. They're kind of just like the little like, you know, how I always think of like the housewife when I think of cancer, um, which I'm sure like not all cancers want to be a housewife or whatever. But that's like where my mind goes when I think about the sign cancer. Um, kind of like Taurus. I think cancers really like food. Um, they like good food. They like cooking. They like taking care of people. They really like they do so that they're a water sign, right? So water signs are all about emotions. These people can be very intuitive. They can be psychic almost because they're so in tune with everything and energy around them. A lot of the times the water signs are very empathetic. So they take on a lot of they take on like a lot of feelings and other people's feelings around them 
which is another thing that adds to like cancer's moodiness in a way is because like if someone comes in and they're in a bad mood, cancer's going to feel that and they might snap at you and be like, why are you in such a bad mood? I was fine. And you just like came home and like you have this bad attitude and it just it can get really messy sometimes. Um, Also, because cancers tend to feel the feelings of other people, something that tends to happen is like they so think of like so cancer, their symbol is the crab, right? Crabs kind of move in like a very sideways kind of manner. So cancers can be very like indirect or passive or um, they might like when they feel their people's feelings and they know someone's upset, they might have a very sideways approach to talking to them or asking them to do something because they really just don't want to ruffle their feathers because they know if they make it worse, they're going to feel that. And again, like not all cancers are like this, but generally as a sign, cancers do kind of have this sideways way of going about things. Also, cancers are very clingy. Again, think of the crab with the pinchers and how crabs will like, you know, cling on to things. They're pinchers. They're really clingy and they're really emotional. So a lot of cancers will like, if they're upset, just let them be upset. Cancers hold on to their emotions and also like them being the crab and they're, you know, they have their shell. They really like to retreat and kind of lick their wounds and just be sad and hide in their shell. And when they are ready, they will come back. Um, they're very sentimental like Taurus. So they, you know, they'll forgive, but they won't forget. They will remember someone who hurt them like eight years ago and they will not forget that moment. And a lot of water signs are kind of like that too. But cancer, like they just, they hold on to all these things and they always, they remember everything. They remember the good, the bad. They really, they're the people that hold on to memories. And that's a good thing about them sometimes. It's, it's really sweet actually. And so uh, cancer is also, um, Cancer is a cardinal sign. So like I was saying earlier, ca- uh, cardinal signs, <laughs> wow, uh, cardinal signs, they're the go-getters, the starters of the zodiac. They're generally the people that like will step up to the plate to um, kind of take care of things a lot of the time. So even though cancer is kind of like, you know, they're generally kind of like an insecure sign or a sign that may not always be confident in all situations, they're also one of those signs where if like someone's like, I really need help or like, you know, can you watch my kid for me or my dog or, you know, something like that. Cancers will be the one to step to step up to the plate and be like, oh, yeah, I will help you out. I'll take care of your kid this weekend or I'll take care of your dog while you're on vacation or um, like they can be really helpful. Like they're the ones that are like, you know, if you're like, oh, I want to plan this party or I have to plan my daughter's wedding or like, I don't know, whatever. And their friends ask them for help. It's kind of funny because sometimes cancers won't always want to do this. Like they'll kind of complain low key without you knowing. Um, not always. This is not the case for all cancers, but from what I've observed with some of the ones that I know, they they're just they're, they're always the ones that are like going to be there for you. Obviously, other things in their chart are going to like affect their attitude towards it. Like I know one person in my life who would probably complain but still do the work anyways, and then I know someone else who would just be there and they'd be happy for you and they would show up and help you out with whatever you needed. Um, because that's like the kind of supportive person that cancers generally are. They're the ones that show up for you. Like if you're a friend or a family, they look at you as you're my family and I'm going to show up and support you and help you in whatever way I can. Like they love to take on projects, like whether it's party planning or, you know, showing up to a party that you're having and they bring food over or whatever. They are just, they're like that backbone for a lot of people, which is really wonderful. Cause think, I think of it like this of a, I almost think of it as like the supportive mother, (laughs) who wants to be there for all their kids basketball games or something like that and they're the ones like bringing like Gatorade and orange slices to the soccer games or whatever <laughs> like that is just that is how cancers are like they just love to take care of their friends and family and really like if you're a good friend with a cancer they look at you as being family um for the most part honestly because they're just that loving and nurturing so moving on from cancer let's talk about leo so leos are a fixed sign they are ruled by the sun. They are, their symbol is the lion. They're a fire sign. So it's interesting. So Leo's are a masculine sign. They're ruled by the sun. All the planets revolve around the sun. And that's kind of how Leo's are. They have really big egos. They think everything should revolve around them. They are very egocentric in some ways. Um, not always, though. Like, they can be very loving towards people that they care about. They're very supportive they are very extra. They're flamboyant sometimes. These are the people that make really good actors and musicians or comedians. I know a lot of Leos with my Aquarius rising. (laughs) 
and they are just they're so fun and happy and cheery and they if they like you they love to support you and they love to give out compliments to their friends because like it's just like their love language like they know they love compliments and they love when people support them so if they care about you they're going to give you that same warm loving energy back and they're just so funny like I think of it too like you know people think of like kings and queens right and you know a lot of times like kings and queens are known for being like really mean and selfish but um which the, on a, on a negative side like yes leo's can be that way every sign has its good and bad traits of course but i always think too like you know kings and queens like they need to take care of their people if you know if they're a good king or queen um they need to take care of their people and so if you're part of their people or people they consider to be their people they're going to take care of you and they're going to support you and they may challenge you at times but leo's they do want to push you to be your best um they can be a great support system they are great motivators and they're just really warm and fun and silly to be be around like i i know so many people with leo in their chart and these people just make me laugh and laugh and laugh like they have so they do like a lot of times i've noticed too they do like different voices or like they're just so silly and i just i love that about leos they're just such a fun sign I mean, there are certainly times, too, where they get caught up in themselves and they can be selfish and, you know, they're not they're not always their best. But, you know, it, it happens. Uh, but overall, I really love the sign. And they're very these people are very proud. And that's another thing where it's, you know, they're proud. And then also like their ego is heavily tied in with everything. So you never if you care about Leo. I mean, sometimes I think they do need a re- reality check. But if you care about Leo in your life, like don't attack, do anything to attack their ego or their sense of pride because like all the fixed signs like they will drop you so fast and they 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 aren't afraid to fight you over it um they do not like people who attack their ego or things that they are proud of um and that even as far as pride goes that could be their children that could be their significant other um people they care about if you attack them or someone they care about like they are so defensive in that way like they will like it's like a mother lion like she will go after you if you hurt them or someone that they care about they're very protective like that and that's another like really good thing about leos and they're big like i said this before um about fixed signs uh leos are so so big on loyalty like they look at everything whereas if they're loyal to you they're like it's like all or nothing like they give you their all and that's that's so huge for them it really is like if you betray Things you shouldn't do to a Leo, uh, but do anything to betray their trust or their loyalty. That's one. And two, never insult them or do anything that's going to hurt their ego or their sense of pride because they are very fragile when it comes to that and they are not afraid to pounce and attack you over it um, for sure. Also, these people are very like they are very they're very driven and they are very hardworking and they can get things done. But they can also be kind of lazy. Like, think of it this way. Like, kings and queens, they always have, like, people waiting on them and serving them and all this stuff. Leos can totally be like that. And I said this in one of my last podcast episodes. If you listen to my episode about my favorite unconventional uh, astrology pairings, I really love Leo and Cancer together because Cancer will, like, you know, take care of the person they're with. And Leos really love to kind of be waited on and doted on. And they they can be kind of lazy, like, you know, like they love people that will wait on them and cook for them and clean for them. Like, you know, I mean, they can also not be lazy. Like I said, they're driven and go-getters. But sometimes, you know, the king likes to lounge around and put his feet up and, you know, have someone rub their feet and feed them grapes or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, that's just that's the nature of Leo. Um And so, yeah, that is, I think, pretty much everything I have to say about Leo. Let's talk about Virgo. (sighs) Okay, so Virgo. Virgo is a mutable sign. It is ruled by Mercury. It is an Earth sign. And its symbol is the, um, whatchamacallit? It's like, it's the virgin. It's the woman, the young girl, or the maiden, or whatever you would call it. And then um, Virgo is a feminine sign. So Virgos, like I said, when I was talking about Geminis, Virgos, I feel like are a much more grounded, more organized, more practical version of Gemini. And they're way less moody because they have all this earthly like influence. Um, They're not air signs. So they're not like scattered and all over the place like Gemini would be. You know, Virgos are very organized and they like routine and they're um, 
very like anal retentive sometimes and they pay attention to details. It's interesting because like, you know, Virgo tends to like pay more attention to the smaller details in life. Whereas like if you compare them to a sign like Sagittarius, which is all about expansion, uh, Sagittarius is more focused on the big picture. And so Virgos are very meticulous. Um, They're communicators. They talk a lot. They're very chatty. They can be very intellectual. Um, I would almost say, too, they can be kind of nerdy sometimes, but like in a good way, in a good way. (laughs) They're very smart and they're very innocent because they have that Mercury influence. And on, on top of that, like they're the virgin or the maiden. I mean, obviously, not all Virgos are actual virgins, obviously, but they... They just have a very innocent quality about them and they're very careful and cautious um, in a lot of situations and they are they're people pleasers too. They really like to make people happy and they're helpful like another thing that's kind of associated a lot with Virgos is like this archetype of like the servant. They're very helpful. They're like what can I do for you? They like to plan. They like to organize. They're similar to cancer in that way. Like they like to help people with their projects, especially if they like you. That's kind of like a sign if a Virgo likes you is that they want to help you out with stuff. Um, They're kind of like they're that friend that will just like if you tell them about a problem or something, they will send you links. They will tell you about podcasts. They will tell you about books to listen to. Even if maybe you're not asking for advice on how to fix a problem, they're going to give you um, a way to fix it because that's just naturally how Virgos are. I think Virgo is a very healing sign too. Um, oh, they're very, also very health conscious. A lot of Virgos might be very into like eating right and going to the gym and exercising. They're also a very anxious sign because I think they're so meticulous and like OCD about things. And like, um, you know, like it's similar to Gemini. Gemini can also be really anxious. Like when you have Mercury anywhere in your chart, whether you're a Gemini or a Virgo, like that mercurial influence can make you so anxious because you, you're just getting so much information all the time. And um, Virgos especially, like, they're the overthinkers. So Virgos, like, they overthink everything. And that's why, like, Virgos can be very anxious a lot of the times. Sometimes Virgos can almost be, like, hypochondriacs because, um, you know, they just overthink and overworry about everything. They they do worry a lot, which is one of the more negative traits of Virgo. Sometimes Virgos are very organized and cleanly and, like, you know, they keep all their stuff together or, you know, it's hard because Virgo is like a very mental sign. So we're very in our own heads a lot. So because we're in our heads so much, we may not always, you know, actually keep things as clean or as organized as you would think. Uh, we certainly try and we definitely don't like mess. And, you know, we will clean when we need to. However, it is kind of, I think it's kind of a myth almost that like all Virgos are clean and organized. It's certainly true for a good chunk of it, but not in all cases. So that's Virgo. Moving on to Virgo, we have Libra, which is the seventh sign of the Zodiac. It is a masculine sign, surprisingly. It is ruled by Venus, and it is an air sign. Libras are, their symbol is the scale, right? So they're always weighing out their options. They're an air sign, so they're very intellectual and smart. Being ruled by Venus, they also love, like, beautiful things and luxurious things, and they, they love love. Um, relationships are really big for Libras as well as like having nice clothes and shopping. A lot of Libras are just really good looking because they know how to dress and like, you know, wear clothes and put on makeup and all that stuff and do their hair. Like they're very big on their appearance, especially if you're like a Libra rising sign. Like they're just really beautiful people and they're super big on like humanitarian things and uh, justice and legal matters and being in the right. They weigh their options out like a lot and they have a very strong moral and ethical code um, because they actually do spend a lot of time in their head debating whether or not something is right or wrong. Um, I said this in another episode, but my boyfriend is a Libra and a lot of the times we'll be like talking and he'll just, you know, out of the blue be like, I've decided. And then he'll tell me whatever he he's suddenly decided um, that is, you know, right or wrong. And it's funny because I, I kind of told him, I was like, wow, like, you know, anytime you start any sentence off with I've decided, I'm like, that is your law. That is your code of conduct. And that is it because you've already spent all the time thinking about it and weighing out your options. Um, and Libras are very, they're diplomatic and humanitarian, like I said. Um, and because they're so diplomatic and like they, they're also people pleasers, they generally don't like to 
ruffle any feathers or upset anyone. Um, they're very charming and charismatic. However, some, like I said in other episodes, um, just because they're diplomatic doesn't mean that they aren't willing to fight for something they believe in, especially if it's something that they're passionate about and something they've already made the decision about whether or not it is um, something that is right or wrong. They aren't, they like to debate. Um, is what I'm trying to say. Like, if I think if they don't feel comfortable, they won't say anything. They will listen. But if they have already put a lot of thought and time into a certain topic, they aren't afraid to fight for that thing and debate people on it. That's just one of their things. I do think it's a misconception a lot of the time that, you know, uh, Libras don't like to fight because they do, but they do it in their own way. And it's usually not like, it's not like I feel like if you were to fight in Aries, which Aries is Libra's opposite sign, where it would be very physical and there'd be a lot of yelling and me yelling over you and not listening to anyone. Libras will listen. They'll be very calm when they fight, but they will argue back like, okay, well, this is what I think and I think this makes sense and I read this article about this and here are my sources. Like They, they put a lot of thought into their debates and they aren't afraid to actually debate people about stuff. So that is Libra. Moving on to Scorpio. So as I've mentioned, Scorpio is one of the first signs that actually got me interested in astrology. So Scorpio is a, I believe it's a masculine sign. Oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. Scorpios are a feminine sign. Scratch that. So yeah, Scorpios are a masculine sign. They are fixed. They are ruled by the planet Pluto. Their symbol is the scorpion. So and they're a water sign. So the whole thing about Scorpios is they're ruled by the planet uh, Pluto and they are, um, I think they're also co-ruled or used to be ruled by Mars as well. But anyways, so they are, they're very driven, they're very secretive, they're very intuitive and um, sensitive. Like they have, they're one of those signs that they have a lot of deep feelings and a lot of really strong feelings. Like they're a very intense sign. Like you can almost just like feel their energy, whether it's good or bad. Like you can you can feel it radiating off of them. That's how intense it is. And so they're very like so Pluto. Pluto is a planet all about transformation and um, destruction and like rebuilding something new out of. It's like I don't know if any of you out there are familiar with um, tarot cards, but I always associate Pluto. Uh, Scorpio with like the death card, which I'm not 100% sure if that's actually the card that goes with Scorpio. I'll have to double check that. But I, I always do associate it with the death card because so the death card in tarot is all about, um, you know, killing something off for something new to um, grow up out of it. And that's really that's a lot of like what Scorpio energy is like. Um, they can be very self-destructive or they can hit these low points, but they are always able to find the strength to build themselves build themselves back up. Um, I think the Phoenix is another uh, another thing that's like associated a lot with the sign Scorpio because the Phoenix rises from the ashes. And so yeah, Scorpios they're very secretive. Um, on a negative side, they can be manipulative because they are a very control-oriented sign and they like to be in control of things. So they do have a slight tendency to sometimes be manipulative um, because they are, they're fixed signs. So when they want something, they, that's what they want and they will do anything and everything in their power to get what they want. This is also a very sexual sign. Um, I didn't really get to mention this, but so all the signs are also associated with like a different body part and Scorpio, their body part that is associated with their sign is the genitals. Um, so this is a very sexual sign. This is part of why like Scorpios are just so attractive and mag magnetic because they're just this like really intense like sexual <laughs> kind of energy. And because they're a water sign, like they're very romantic and kind of suave and like um, they're just very alluring in that way. But you really want to be careful because Scorpios are like they're so sensitive and you don't want to hurt them and if like you do hurt them like they're, you're gonna get that Scorpio sting like you know they are very quick to fight back when they are under attack and it'll hurt like it's not like the other water signs where it's like you know cancer it's like a pinch or like you know poor Pisces doesn't even really have any defense mechanism because it's just fish and um yeah Scorpios like they, I mean, depending on other placements in their chart, if you piss off a Scorpio, they will hit you right where it hurts. They know just what to say, just what nerves to hit on you. Like, they 
they aren't afraid to like go there and like they're the signs that'll go off on you and you'll be like, ouch, that really hurt. Um, you also can't lie to a Scorpio. They are human lie detectors. They can spot bullshit from a mile away and they will call you out on it. Like they just, they are a very no nonsense sign um, for sure. Like you cannot fuck around with a Scorpio and you know, you can't lie to them. You can't try to hide anything from them because they will know. And it doesn't really matter like if they have any Scorpio in their chart, whether it's their sun, moon, rising sign, especially like they will know. Also, like they do have some self-destructive habits in ways like if you have Venus and Scorpio, if you are hurt by someone that you were in love with, like you might love them from afar um, or even if like you think things could be better, you kind of keep them at a distance because you really don't want to risk like getting hurt again. Like Scorpios, just you have a lot of feelings and because you feel them so intensely, you do all these things to protect yourself to not um, get hurt again because you felt it so deeply the first time that you really just don't want to do that. And it's the same thing too when people hurt you. That's why you kind of have no fucks given when you know you want to hurt them back because you're like, you hurt me this bad. I'm going to get you back twice as hard. Scorpios are really big on revenge a lot of the time. It's just how they are. And they're just, like I said, they're very intense and you can't lie to them. And um, oh, they're also big, like the other fixed signs are big on loyalty. Like don't cheat on a Scorpio. You don't want to do any of that stuff because they will never forgive you probably Um, or at least never trust you again. And even like Scorpios take a really long time to build trust as well. Um, It can take years and years and years to build a Scorpio's trust. And if you break it, then like you're done. That's it. They will not trust you again. Um, Trust is a really big thing that a lot of Scorpios like need a lot of time to work on. And yeah, I think that was everything I have to say about Scorpios. Uh, Moving on to Sagittarius. Okay, so Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius is a masculine sign. It's a fire sign. It is a mutable sign. It is ruled by the planet Jupiter, which is all about expansion. Sagittarius is just like they're very positive, very happy optimistic sign um they're also very blunt because they're very big on honesty so i always think of sagittarius as like they're very honest similar to the way like the sign virgo would be but i feel like with virgo like because it's an earth sign and it's like more grounded virgo is a little more like they be they're honest with people but they try to do it in like a nicer way whereas sagittarius just really doesn't have a filter and some you know a lot of times people like that because they're kind of just saying what everyone else is thinking kind of a thing. So they're very blunt um, and to the point with people. They're pretty direct. They're really, they're very optimistic, but like, don't get it twisted. Like, you know, everyone thinks like, you know, Sagittarius is just happy, happy, happy all the time, which like generally they are. But I think not only do they kind of hide any sort of like, you know, negative feelings they have sometimes, but also like they're, they're realists. Um, a lot of them do try to be very real. Like, they're not always the most positive people. Um, I mean, like, they certainly can be in generally. They're just happy and they practice gratitude and, like, they are, like, this very easygoing, happy-go-lucky sign. But um, they definitely do have their moments where they are – they're real. They do try to be practical. Um, I think the thing about Sagittarius, too, is, like, they are generally so happy and optimistic about things is – is that sometimes it kind of catches up to them, like, especially when life kind of just, like, smacks them in the face and they realize, like, oh, this thing that I thought was going to work out didn't work out. And so when that reality hits them, they get really heartbroken and really disappointed when things do not pan out the way that they had hoped or intended. Also, being ruled by Jupiter, Jupiter is also the planet of, like, luck. So um, people with Sagittarius in their chart tend to generally get very lucky, especially if you have Sagittarius on your ascendant or rising sign. Um, these are the type of people that are likely to become famous because they get lucky and a lot of people like them and they're very charismatic and funny. Sagittarius is just like, they're super happy. They, they like to have fun. Um, it's interesting because there's like this duality with Sagittarius where they are the teachers and they can be very mature and they're kind of like, you know, they want to be the gurus and like, they're very curious people. Like they're always learning similar to Gemini, but they're also the ones that get very preachy and they like to teach people and they get very philosophical. It's like, you know, where their opposite sign, Gemini, they take Gemini is like a curious sign and they want to know things like at base. But um, Sagittarius, because it's all about like higher learning, Sagittarius kind of takes these base facts and they kind of they take them and run with it. Basically, they get philosophical with these ideas 
they want to know what's the next level kind of like okay like here's this general fact but like let's contemplate this a little bit let's look into it further they're very big on like the big picture they are always always looking to expand and grow because Sagittarius like their symbol is like the archer so they're always reaching for the next bigger and you know better thing almost these people are very adventurous they like their freedom they are free spirits. They do not like to be confined or put into a box of any sort. Hey guys, just want to apologize really quick. Um, I didn't realize that last section was kind of like messed up audio wise. So yeah, I'm just going to finish up Sagittarius and then we're going to move on to Capricorn. So yeah, like I was saying, uh, Sagittarius, they do not like to be put into a box. They love their freedom. Sagittarius is an interesting sign because there's almost a duality about them. There's like the side of Sagittarius that is very free and fun loving and like wild and all this stuff and then there's the side of them that's like much more mature and a little more like level-headed like I feel like there's like the Sagittarius it's like kind of young and impulsive and like does everything and anything and just wants to have fun and have a good time all the time and then there's like the other side of Sagittarius which is like much more like mature and like realistic about things and like not not so much I want to say less optimistic, but it's it's not less op. Wow, I can't say that word today. Um, not less optimistic, but it's just they're more realistic and more practical. There's less of that high of like I can just do anything and everything, and I'm just gonna go for it. Um, some people say too that like Sagittarius people they tend to be more like the wild side of Sagittarius when they're younger, and then they grow up and they kind of like mature out a little bit. I've heard too that like in terms of like commitment, because a lot of the time like people with Sagittarius or prominent Sagittarius in their chart they might have issues with commitment like I've heard of people with Sagittarius in their chart that are like I don't even want to sleep in the same bed as like the person I'm with and blah 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 but um when they sometimes as they get older they kind of mature out and they kind of they get more down with the whole like they become more okay with commitment and the idea of being in a relationship with someone I just think it has to be with the right person and it has to be on their turn not like on their terms but they, they just whoever they're with I think they have to have a very good mutual understanding and mutual agreement with each other on what their boundaries are and what's okay which is really I mean it, that kind of applies to anyone but I think especially with people who have a lot of Sagittarius in their chart this is um, very true um, so that is your Sagittarius let's move on to Capricorn so Capricorn is an earth sign they're a cardinal sign they are a believe they're mad actually you know i could be wrong hold up okay sorry about that so capricorn is a feminine sign they are the opposite sign of cancer which as i said cancer is like a very motherly very nurturing sign capricorn's a little bit the opposite of that capricorns are a little more like cold like um they're more grounded than cancer where ca like cancer's a very feelings based sign because they're a water sign um with capricorn you have the earthiness of capricorn and so capricorn's much more like level-headed um, I always think of it like where, like where cancer would kind of be like, you know, oh, like, let me mother you and take care of you. Like, oh, you scraped your knee. Like, let me kiss it better. Like, it's OK if you're sad. Everyone gets sad sometimes. You can cry. It's OK. Like, that's where my mind goes when I think of like the cancer archetype um, with Capricorn. It's like the opposite. Cap Capricorn's very much more along the lines of tough love. Um, where instead of being like, oh, you scraped your knee, I'll kiss it better. It's more like, oh, you scraped your knee, get up and walk it off. Like, go get a Band-Aid. It's fine. Like, <laughs> you know, th they're that tough love sort of sign. These people are very hardworking. They are cardinal signs so that like they're initiators. They will start projects. I want to say even though they're a cardinal sign, like, I mean, also, obviously it depends on what else is in their chart, but I feel like Capricorn is one of those signs that like they will get things done. Um, Especially I feel like if you have Capricorn in your Mars, Venus or like moon sign, because like when you have Capricorn in your chart like that, like for me, like I have my moon in Capricorn. If you're not if you don't have a project to work on or some goal that you're working towards, you feel really unhappy or unfulfilled um, a lot of the time. So like Capricorn, like they just always need to be busy. They need stuff, something to do. They need to work. Um I feel like even though like this is a sign that like because they're generally always like working so hard and putting their all into things, um, you know, they do kind of come home and they're like, OK, time to chill out and relax. And like, you know, I think because they work so much like Capricorn is all about like like they need like a creative outlet. They you know, a lot of people with um, 
Capricorn placements that I know, they they usually do something else that's like creative. So like a lot of them like sew or crochet or knit or do cross stitching or like maybe they do art and they paint or draw pictures. They listen to music or they make music. Those are all things that like I've noticed like a lot of Capricorns kind of do and I feel like that's kind of their escape even though like while they're doing it they may be very hard on themselves and they may be like I have to do this perfectly and do it great and you know they really like push themselves to be the best. But yeah a lot of times they do have like a creative outlet to kind of that's just how they relax because it's goal oriented, but it's fun and it's not um, not as stressful on them. Sometimes they can be a bit of like a workaholic where they like, you know, they just throw themselves into their work and that's all they do. I feel like that's more likely, though, if you have like Capricorn on your 10th house or in your mid midheaven, haven, whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And also like Capricorns, even though they're very serious a lot of the time, they have a very dry sense of humor. They're wicked funny. Um, all my Capricorn friends just like make me laugh so much. They have the best sense of humor, which I think is like a big thing that kind of gets swept under the radar with a lot of Capricorns because everyone's like, oh, all they do is work and be serious all the time and talk about briefcases or I don't know <laughs> like there's just this whole idea that they're like the serious like dad archetype but sometimes I think of them as like the serious like old lady archetype only because like you know they're such old souls but then like I said they have all these creative outlets whether it's the like, coloring or drawing or painting or baking Capricorns are just very crafty especially like the the female Capricorns that I know so yeah that is Capricorn moving on to Aquarius Aquarius is a masculine air sign they are a fixed sign their symbol is the water bearer um so yeah even though aquarius even though like with aqua being in their name it sounds like they should be a water sign they are not a water sign they are an air sign their opposite sign is leo so whereas i've said this before but whereas leo is all about the ego and what separates them from others and what makes you special aquarius is more about connectedness and lack of ego even though like in one of my old episodes I was saying it's kind of <laughs> kind of funny because even though Aquarius is about like the lack of ego and connecting with people and we're, you know we're all the same um <laughs> I feel like they are still their own expression of ego in a way because of how they try to express their individuality because you know individuality is also ego and so if Aquarius is also trying to be different and trying to be like look at me look at me um it's, you know, it's that's still ego being expressed just in a different sort of way. Um, anyways, so I just, I don't know. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting because, well, the thing you get with all opposite signs is that they're all two sides of the same coin. Um, but yeah. So anyways, Aquarius, they're a very humanitarian sign. They're all about connectedness. They really care about like society and humanity like at large. Like they're a very humanitarian sign. These people tend to have strong opinions. They're political. They like to get behind causes. These are like the people that like would be very like sex positive and like, you know, um, they might be feminists or they might be have some other political affiliation or like social justice affiliation. They really support people and their differences. They love people who are unique um people who are themselves like they really embrace individuality and um just being different and offbeat and off path like these people when you meet an Aquarius like they're gonna be weird even if they don't seem weird like underneath it all they are weird like you know their rising sign might be in something like you know like cancer which is a very wholesome very uh you know motherly kind of nurturing sign and they're kind of shy and quiet, but like underneath it all, like they have that freak flag that's like ready to fly. So sometimes it takes a little digging to kind of like get to that point with them. But they're just they're very weird and quirky. And like, I know that's like the conventional Aquarius thing, but it's true. They're just very independent. And much like Sagittarius, they do not like to be confined or put into a box. They're very freedom loving. They like to follow their own path. They're very platonic. Um, they're not like a very connected. I mean, they're they're connected, but they're disconnected at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, they're they're very detached. Like, I feel like with a lot of people, they have like a very like we're just friends kind of like um, way about them, even though like they might actually care more more about you than they appear to. Um, because like I think underneath it all, like Aquarius people are very soft and like sensitive, but they kind of just bury it um, with all their logic and 
quirks and uh, detachedness or like I think they're just such a logical sign that they're able to kind of put even though they don't like to be put into a box they can kind of differentiate things in their own boxes if that makes sense so I feel like that logical side of them kind of buries all the feelings they might have even though the feelings are definitely there they're just they're very interesting um this sign is like <laughs> they're they're an enigma that's what i'm trying to say um similar to like scorpio like aquarius is just another one of those signs that they're really difficult to like figure out but they're really wonderful they make great friends they're great people to talk to um because like <laughs> because aquarius is such a weird sign and they know what it's like to be weird and different. Like you can pretty much tell an Aquarius anything and they're not going to really judge you or hurt you or fault you for that because they're like, oh, well, I'm weird too. And I accept people for their differences most of the time. Um, so yeah, that's Aquarius. They are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, they are great friends. And yeah, I know a lot of really great Aquarius people out there. So that's Aquarius. Let's get to the last sign, Pisces. So Pisces, I believe, is a feminine sign. They are a water sign. They are mutable. They are their symbol is the two fish. Their opposite sign is Virgo. So yeah, I really love Pisces people. My dad is a Pisces. A lot of my good friends are Pisces and I love them. They are so sweet. They are creative. They are funny. They're like a lot of different things. They're very mysterious. I feel like they're another one of those signs that even though they're emotional and they're like this emotional sponge, it kind of goes either way. They're either very out there and open about their feelings or they kind of hide it. It's interesting because they say that like, so you have out of all the water signs, right? You have Scorpio, you have Cancer, and you have Pisces. So Cancer has the claws. They're able to kind of defend themselves with their claws by like pinching you or, you know, whatever. And then you have Scorpio, which they'll sting you with their Scorpio tail. So like those two water signs, they have their own kind of defense mechanisms. Whereas with Pisces, like they're just these fish. They're in the water. You can see through the water. They don't really have anything to guard themselves with. They are vulnerable. They soak up all the emotions of people around them. Like think of the fish in water. Water is very representative of emotions and feelings and spirit and when you are surrounded by all that and like you know fish they like you know they survive in water they take it all in so you know when you are surrounded by all of that like it's just like you know pisces people like you absorb all the emotions all the energy all the feelings around you and i think this is why like pisces tend to get the bad rap of being like drug addicts um or having like addiction or substance abuse problems is because like they feel so many feelings that like the only way for them to escape feeling those feelings is to you know let it out through substance abuse um or you know drugs or alcohol or whatever however this can be turned into a positive thing because pisces is so feelings based and they're creative um like a better outlet for them is usually to do something creative whether it's making music or creating art whether that's through i don't know you could do videos or um making drawings or paintings or photography or whatever you know they really they put themselves into their art and they love to express themselves they're very mystical i also think too like there is an element of mystery when it comes to pisces because so when you think about water and you see fish in the water you know you might be able to see things on the surface like you can kind of see the fish at the top and maybe you see a couple rocks and whatever but you know the deeper that water gets the deeper that it gets, like, you know, you start to not be able to see anything at the bottom, right? So when it, when, if you're looking into a body of water and it's really, really deep, you can't see anything down there. You don't know what's down there. It's too dark. It's too far away. So I think even though, you know, on the surface you can see things with Pisces, this is also a sign that tends to be very mysterious and elusive and they hide things. Sometimes you don't really know, even though like there are days where you can probably very obviously see how a Pisces person is feeling. Sometimes you don't even really know how they feel because they hide it. They keep it down and within themselves and they kind of just simmer in these feelings, which is why it's so good for them to have some sort of a creative outlet, you know? So like they're, they're interesting and they have a lot of the times too, Pisces can be a very spiritual sign, um, whether it's, you know, just general spirituality or maybe they're Christian or Buddhist or whatever. 
these people, they tend to kind of throw themselves into spirituality because that's another outlet for them besides, you know, art and being creative or, you know, using drugs and alcohol. They throw themselves into spirituality because that helps them to kind of cope better. And also because they're so sensitive to energy, they... Sorry, my cat keeps like crawling on my lap and trying to bite everything. Um, <laughs> they're so sensitive to energy and they're so intuitive. They, a lot of times these people can like, they'll be into like, you know, reading tarot cards or being psychic or astrology even. <laughs> it's just something they're really good with. They pick up on it. They're also very empathetic because they take on so many emotions. So um, this is another sign like Libra and Aquarius and like maybe even Sagittarius that I would say is like very humanitarian. These are the signs that like, you know, would be likely to be like vegan or um, vegetarian or something along those lines. And they might be really good with animals, too, because they pick up on like the feelings and the vibrations of everything. So, yeah, that is Pisces. And oh, so they're also ruled by Neptune. Sorry, before I end this really quick, they're also ruled by Neptune. So R Neptune is the planet of like the rose colored glasses and dreams and illusions. That's another way you can kind of learn more about the signs by looking at their ruling planet. I don't know if I mentioned those for every single sign that I talked about. I tried to, but that's another way you can really get in depth with your signs. So that is Pisces. That's all the signs. So yeah, when you're studying astrology and you're learning about the signs, you just really want to Learn as much as you can about the general traits. It'll kind of get tedious and boring after a while because you'll hear the same things over and over and over again, which is probably why I put off making this episode originally because like I already know all this stuff. So I'm like, <laughs> it, you know, I like I hate spitting out the same regurgitated sort of information, but um, I know a lot of people don't know about this stuff. So um, so I decided to put this out there anyway. So, yeah, when you're studying astrology, you know, reads there's a lot of books out there read some books if i can i will try to put some books that i like in the show notes i can't think of that like the names off the top of my head but there are some good astrology books out there so yeah listen to my podcast because i'm obviously talking about all of this stuff um pay attention to like the planets what the planets are all about look at the symbols of the signs uh look at the elements study the elements look at the time of the year that some of the signs are born look at just pay attention. All the details start to add up after a while. You kind of are able to like make your own um, intuitive decisions about it. So yeah, that is your Astrology 101. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave me a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I will be trying to get more episodes out to you guys soon. The last couple weeks are kind of crazy for me, so I really didn't have the time or energy to put a lot of episodes out. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you all have a fabulous rest of your day slash week slash whatever. And I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.